0: We're going to be talking a little bit about NLP today. NLP, in my opinion, is pretty much the ultimate way to hack your psychology. It's very practical and very result-oriented, but it does require some actual work, and sometimes people don't like to hear that. Today, we're going to be talking about a technique called modeling. Now, in NLP-based modeling, there's no runway and there's no coke addiction, although if you want to throw that in there, it is a bonus. The modeling we're going to be talking about today is basically copying other people. And that is definitely an oversimplification of it, but it's also true. The basic idea behind modeling is that everybody has their own unique set of experiences. Ten people can go through the exact same event and perceive it in ten totally different ways. The reason that this happens is because we all have different maps in our brains. Any situation we experience is filtered through our perception, our beliefs, and our values. Also, our personality traits and our our habits and the way that we think. You've probably been around people who always seem to have things work out for them. They handle situations differently than those around them. And it's the subtle things that they do that can turn any situation to their advantage. The way that those people have built their mental maps is different from how you and I have. Those maps take different routes to different places. And when you get to see a true expert at work, it can really be inspiring. And the goal of modeling is to transfer their maps to your brain. Remember that one of the most fundamental principles of NLP is that if one person can do it, anybody can do it. The actual act of modeling is something that can be quantified and taught as technique, but it's also something that we all have the innate ability to do. You may remember the last episode where we talked about mirror neurons, but in Teach Yourself Essential NLP by Steve Bavister Bavister, and uh, Amanda Vickers, they give a couple of really useful strategies. It's a fantastic book, by the way, too. They recommend starting off with simple behaviors like you find the language pattern of this person that you want to, to model, to imitate, to learn from. Um, you, you, you start with things like their language patterns, their strategies, their beliefs, their values. If you can ask them questions about these things, that's great. If not, um, if it's somebody that you're, maybe they're a role model, but it's like a celebrity, somebody that you can't get in touch with, just do your best to observe and to kind of pick up on that on your own. But ask yourself, what what does it look like their values and beliefs are? You'll want to pay very close attention to this person. you want to soak up as much as you can and let yourself step into their shoes for at least a couple minutes. You may feel a little bit awkward copying somebody at first, but remember that this is how we learned as kids, and there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with training that same skill to perfection as adults. If you can ask questions, like I said, to help get inside their head, that's even better, but sometimes it's not possible, and you're just going to have to rely on your powers of observation, so just pick up everything that you can from them mimic their body language, their their attitude, and all the little mannerisms that they have and, and that they do without even noticing it. Sometimes people think that this is a superficial thing to do, but let's really look at why it works. Let's say that you want to be a great performer. So you start picking up on all the traits that your role model has, and you go beyond that, and you even imitate the way that they, they talk about themselves and about their craft. What you're doing here is you're now building new maps in your brain. If you're new to this seen or whatever, and you're not very confident, but you're learning confident language patterns, then you're actually developing the habits of confidence. If you speak poorly of yourself, then you're telling your unconscious that that's what your self-image should be. On the other hand, if you're soaking up the behaviors of a master and integrating them into yourself, you're building similar maps in your own brain. They're not going to look exactly alike, obviously. But now you have a template to work from, that and that template has already been proven to be successful because this person has already done it. So I've got a couple of NLP books sitting in front of me right now, and they're all pretty much saying the same thing. Modeling is an innate human ability that we all do instinctively. The main difference between doing it as a child and as an adult is that now we're able to break it down into a science. And now we can define the techniques that we use. We're not just doing it intuitively. We can actually make a system out of it. Now once we learn a skill, we want to internalize it, of course. Everybody wants to express themselves in their own unique way, and they, we want to be more than just like a walking imitation of those who went before us. The ultimate goal is to fully internalize those skills and behaviors to the point where we don't have to think about them anymore. Once you understand the rules, then you can start to break them. But the act of modeling is really the fastest way to learn something new because it keeps you from having to reinvent the wheel. You just you go straight through the, the exact process that has been proven to be successful the experts in your field have spent years maybe even decades honing their craft if you can automatically pick up on the majority of the unconscious behaviors that they that they do that make them successful in just a couple months then you you have a superpower at that point i mean you can learn very quickly and i mean that in and of itself being able to learn so quickly that's a very valuable skill um, as a standalone And the world is changing more and more quickly, and the the people who are able to adapt and to quickly learn new skills are the ones who are going to survive and be successful. Now, just like any other new skill, this is going to be a little bit awkward at first. You may not have made use of those mirror neurons since you were a kid. It's going to take a little bit of time, and it's going to take a little bit of practice, and it's probably going to be kind of uncomfortable at first. But remember that there's a couple things that you're looking for when you are modeling. First of all, it's going to be great if you can actually observe this person and actually work with them, but it's not always possible. And that's okay, It's but it is definitely a bonus. And if you can't get direct access to them, try to do something. You know, like if it's a celebrity, like I said, maybe you can go to some kind of event. Maybe you can immerse yourself in their work and, you know, any interviews that they've had, whatever. In the book Mastery by Robert Greene, he talks about the importance of the apprenticeship phase. When you first set off to become a master in any field, you have to first go through a long and pretty tedious process of studying under the existing giants in your occupation. Now, in the old days, that meant if you wanted to be a blacksmith or a carpenter, you went and lived with a blacksmith or a carpenter, and you you helped them day in and day out. Now, in the modern world, things have changed a little bit, but the idea, that fundamental principle is still there. You might study under many masters with different jobs, positions, and even in different industries. But both Robert Greene and every NLP resource that I've ever found has been pretty clear that if you can't study directly under somebody who inspires you, there are other options. Um, And, you know, for me personally, I've very rarely had the chance to work under somebody that I I wanted to learn from. It's happened a few times, but you can find these masters in in books and online media. You may occasionally get to go to some sort of live event, like I said, where that person is speaking or performing. And it's okay if they're not physically right in front of you. If you're a writer, you may not be able to go work with your favorite author, but you can study everything that person has ever written. You can watch and listen to interviews that they give. You can try to pick up on their body language, on their speech patterns. You can read the, the biographies about them um, and all your other favorite artists, and you can look for the common threads between those people. And then what you do is you try to integrate that into your, to your own life, into the way that you approach your craft, your art, your your industry, whatever it is. You, you, you make those observations, and then you kind of copy and paste. And eventually, like after you practice it over and over again, you build those maps in your own brain. And they're going to be unique to you. You're not going to be a walking imitation, like I said. But at, at, at the start, you kind of have to be. You have to imitate somebody else before you can really start to express yourself. It drives me crazy when people are just from the get-go like, oh, this is me expressing myself. And it's like, well, you haven't learned the fundamentals yet. You don't know what you're doing. It's just a mess. It's chaos. It's no good. You have to know the rules before you can break them. And more than that, I think you have to internalize the rules before you can break them. But moving on, uh, when you do all this, I do want to remind you of the importance of mental rehearsal as well. If you give it some real effort, practicing something in your imagination can produce really tangible results. Like I say all the time, the unconscious doesn't know the difference between your imagination and reality. So the other day I was reading about an experiment where they had people learn how to play the piano, but they never actually touched a piano. They, they practiced the same uh, the, the scales and the chords in their mind, and after a couple weeks they were able to actually play. They, they practiced every day mentally and it, it translated into a tangible physical skill. So when you obsess over the negative, what happens is you're actually practicing responding in a negative way. You're rehearsing that, you're creating these habits before the, the thing even happens. Your body gets used to living in the worst case scenario and that becomes all that it knows. And because of this, it can be extremely helpful to take some time and step into the shoes of somebody who is you know, basically just generally successful and satisfied with themselves. That can be a role model. It could even be the ideal version of you, like a future version of you. That's fine too. Either way, rehearse various situations and imagine that you respond to them in the way that your role model would. Capture their attitude, their body language, their choice of words, and all those subtle things that make them who they are. Integrate that into yourself. Step into their shoes. Feel what it's like to have total mastery over the situation, and start building those same mental maps that they have in your own brain. This is NLP, so remember to pay close attention to the submodalities. So, like, turn when you when you're doing this these exercises, these visualizations. Make sure that you turn the brightness up on that mental image. Make it close and clear and up, like up in front of your face. Make sure you see it from a, a first-person viewpoint. Include smells and uh, you know feelings and all the sound and everything. Make the audio um, crisp and clear. Do whatever it takes to make it feel more realistic to you. But remember, when you're visualizing something, you're teaching yourself something. You're practicing these, these patterns and these habits before they actually happen. Make a habit of doing this, and your life will change really quickly. You'll be surprised. Start practicing what it's like to be a master instead of just a beginner. And your unconscious mind will make all kinds of subtle shifts and adjustments to make that a reality. Thanks for listening, guys. Good luck.